Welcome to Improv for the Podcast. I'm your host, Michael E. Evans. And today, I am joined by the incredibly talented shooter of basketballs, Coloradan, Chicagoan, uh, conqueror of, uh, uh, oh, I lost it, location scouting. Oh. Mo Cordray. Mo, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, Michael. That's a... That was a rough one. I always try and do that off the dome, but uh, tonight, you know, tonight I'm a little slow, so I apologize. It was all true, so you nailed it. it. True. So yeah, delivery we could work on, but uh, yeah, we'll truth work on was that. there. Yeah, I'll, I'll fix it in post. Yeah, fix it in post. In post, I'll look like a genius. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's the power of an editor. I've definitely learned that in the yeah, film industry absolutely. for sure. Oh, the editor tells the story. Yes. Yeah. Good performance, yeah. bad performance, and everything in between. Mm-hmm. They can make you look like the villain or the hero mm-hmm. just by. Second. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good thing. It's my podcast. No. Yeah. <laughs> I got all the power. Um, so, Mo, I'm looking, at, I'm looking at this sign back here. This uh, beloved, beautiful, almost fully lit sign. Yeah. And I'm wondering, how'd you, how'd you find this place? How'd you get involved at IFTPA? I found IFTP when I was searching for an improv theater mm. during COVID mm. and I was not finding many things open in yeah. LA. This yeah. was um, 2021. Mm. And actually the way I found it is I was like Googling, you know, like improv LA and I found the IFTP camps website. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah. that is what I was like, wait, what? There's a, like, there's a summer camp improv weekend. Like what, what is this? And, you know, I think by the time I had found it, it was maybe like three weeks before it was mm. going to happen. So I think I was a little late to sign up yeah. and, you know, I was like working at the time, but yeah. I was like, dang, that's so cool that this theater has this camp. So I emailed mm. Matt and I was like, Hey, like, this yeah. is my experience. Like I would love to like jump in in your school. And I started on Saturdays in October, 2021. Wow. I yeah. I started, I think just like two months before you then. Oh my gosh. August, 2021. Not oh. Saturdays though. No, Wednesday nights. Wednesdays, right. But yeah. Yeah. It was kind of the same thing of like, who's open. Oh, this place. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like in. it was like in masks. Mm-hmm. Like I can still see, I'm pretty sure it was Daryl that had like a shining like pattern mask yeah, like from the the so. carpet, you know? Yeah. Cause he was in um, Wednesday class too. So yeah, yeah. Like I can still see his like mask and yeah. that was really interesting. I like to learn to do scenes without facial expressions. I had mm-hmm. never done mass improv, but the idea of zoom improv, oh, I was horrified dreadful. by. Dreadful. Yeah. So I just avoided that at all costs. Good call. So, good call. It's, Sucks. Oh, I yeah, because it's all about the energy, right? Yeah. Of like in the space and like what you create with another person. Like, how can you have that connection? Yeah. At least I don't. I'm sure people figured have figured it out, but yeah, I was but, like, I don't know, old school about yeah. it. I guess. No, but that's, um, that's the right way to be. Yeah. So, but I was just really so grateful to even like do it again because you know, like I was doing it. Um, I was about to audition for. Harold's at IO Chicago. Actually, no, I did one audition show for Harold teams at IO in Chicago, March, 2020. So I was so close to making it through the program. And then just, you know, I'm like, sure. So many of us like just to like lose that art and like not have, and just like no answer of when this is coming back. And it just, I was like so devastated and moved here and, Still nothing was open. And then to find IFTP, I was like, oh my God, like this is. Finally. Yeah, I was so happy and I had so much fun. So I'm really glad I did. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're very glad you're here. 
and still with us like two years later. Like, two years later. Yes. Yeah. yeah. IFTP, you've been around. You've been, been around. around. Yeah. yeah. I know some people, yeah, seen some scenes. Seen some scenes. Seen some scenes. Yeah. Yeah. It's really great. Um, so before we get more into your improv journey, Mo, because we're going to start at the beginning. Okay. Uh, we got to play some three things. Okay. That's why we're here. So uh, as always, I've done some internet sleuthing, found some uh, many mysteries. Some we'll learn about now. Others okay. may pop up later in our game section. We'll see. Uh, but uh, three things you've played before? Yes. Okay. No questions. You got it? Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, these are three things. Here we go. Uh, three categories. You'll name three things from each of them. First category, Chicago's best foods. Oh, uh, wasabi ramen. One. Number one. Um, Prem. Oh, I know. Shoot. That's in Vietnam. I don't know why I just said that. Should we edit that out? Uh, nope. <laughs> it's staying in. Okay. Minus one. I, Prem was a restaurant I went to in college in Vietnam. Oh, okay. I don't know. How so wasabi I ramen stays. Yeah, wasabi. Yeah. I, oh, yeah, like I, I, to yeah, anyone yeah. listening, if you're in Chicago, like, mm. please go to wasabi ramen. I'm in. Get the black garlic Ooh. ramen. You, you won't regret it. And right. I, I will, I will go down saying that like as like absolute fact. All right, um, wasabi down, ramen. One. Uh, oh gosh. Okay, Chicago. Oh my <laughs> gosh, why am I like blanking on this? Uh, Happy Camper Pizza was like cool, but then they opened one in Denver, and then it mm. felt like more corporate. Yeah, you're like um, wait. So I'm like maybe not that answer. Oh yeah, wait, pass. Oh. Um, oh my gosh, what is happening? I'm <laughs> like, what were the what were the places you like to go to? Yeah. So many. I I guess I can even think about like neighborhoods I lived in. Like in Rogers yeah. Park, there was um, Nori. Nori sushi yeah, is sushi. really great. And then also, Chew. yeah. Oh my God, why is this so hard for me in this sorry, moment? Sorry, you um, got You got to shout out Al's Beef. I feel like it's like Al's a Chicago. Beef. Yeah, it's a Chicago yeah. staple. Italian beef? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wrigleyville. Ooh, okay. It's like pretty yeah, iconic. Yeah. It's on this like little like triangle piece of land. Oh. Um, it used to be next to this place called Pick Me Up Cafe, which is also a great Chicago restaurant, actually. So that's four. No. Whoa, these so, are four things? Yeah, I should stop while I'm ahead. All right, next categories. Um, uh, I'm going to rename this one. Let's say overrated views that you've seen in person. It's so, like something you were excited to see, but then you're like, meh. I'm going to say it, the Barbie movie. One. Ooh. Ooh. Hot take. Um, so like this can be like films. It could be TV. nature. It could be something you've watched. This is a very open ended. Okay. Yeah. Um. Oh gosh. I mean, I. Oh. In Chicago, there's mm. like not really a whole lot of nature. Like yeah. it's pretty much just the city and like Lake Michigan. Yeah. And there's this place called. Um, oh my gosh! Wait. <laughs> I don't, I don't think she's oh, from cut. Chicago. She no, I am. There. Sorry. I don't know. Why can I remember words <laughs> right now for these places? Oh, my God. It's like something falls. Great. I want to say, the, no, it's not called Great Falls. Oh, Starve Rock. Oh, my God. It's called Starve Rock. Two. I'm so sorry, everyone listening. I don't know why. I'm like, maybe I never lived in Chicago. It's sounding like I don't actually know what I'm talking Spin about. Spin on TripAdvisor, huh? <laughs> um, sorry. Starve Rock. And it's Star like. Rock the nature of Chicago and mm. it's like the closest like connection to Chicago and it's yeah. like a two hour drive. And then mm. it's like this nature park that just has like sidewalk paved through it. Mm. And like yeah. you just like walk and it's just like a, like a really sad waterfall. And it's like, this is what I drove two hours to see to yeah. like experience something outside of Michigan Avenue that feels mm. 
connected in nature. Um, so that was not a good view. And then, One more. um, probably like, I would say like shows I've worked on probably like some, mm. I won't name names, but okay. like, yeah working in television and like you work really hard on something and then sometimes like you want to watch it, but then the way you feel, Ugh. the way it makes you feel when you like relive what it was yeah. like to be on set there, like yeah. those, those are views I, I kind of stick, stay away Makes from sense. now. Yeah. Three, very nice, very nice. Uh, last category, three rules of lacrosse. Oh God. <laughs> oh, that's a hard hitter. Well, uh, <laughs> How did you find this? Uh, I Googled your name and it came up on Max Preps, oh, like God. the stats website. Oh my God. <laughs> I couldn't uh, believe it. I was like, oh, I should search there more often for people who come on. Cause I forget like I'm on there, you know, like everybody's. What sports are you listed? Uh, just, uh, I did volleyball. Okay. So like, I don't know. I didn't have that many stats. As, yeah. You know. Well, see, are we talking women's lacrosse or men's lacrosse? Cause there's. I don't really know the rules, rules. for Cause, either. So. Because, like, women's lacrosse, yeah. there's this thing you have to worry about called the sphere. Mm. And that's, like, the space around your head. So okay. if someone holds their stick, like, in your sphere, like, that's a whistle. Like, you're in the sphere. Like, can't do it. That's like, a good rule. Because, like, women don't yeah. wear helmets. Like, they just wear the goggles. Have you ever seen what these look like? I haven't. I don't. My lacrosse knowledge is very little. So, so women's lacrosse. That's insane. But. This got to Everybody should wear helmets. Oh, I like, got a concussion. I think I got two. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What? And it, you know, people will be like, "Oh, like women's lacrosse is like not as violent as men." Like people still ah, find ways to like check yeah. you pretty hard. Yeah. You know, it's it's um, a physical sport. Like people are going to yes. get up in your business. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, so you got to stay out of the sphere. Okay, one. Uh, you got to stay out of the crease. That's the circle around the goal. Mm. You cross that whistle. That's like soccer, like the goalie box, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, um, two. What other rules? You can't be offsides like other sports. Mm. Three. These are three things. things. Very nice. Very nice. All right. We're going to loop back real quick. Um, so that first category, oh, we already kind of answered it, but why'd I ask you about Chicago? I used to live there. I moved there in 2015 to attend Loyola University Chicago, mm -hmm. and I stayed one year post-grad. Um, it's a great city. I loved it a lot. Mm. There you go. Chicago. Mm -hmm. Great city. Mm -hmm. Has some good sounding food. Did I get that black garlic ramen you said? Yes. I'm thinking about that. I'm like, yeah. I, my friend is coming tomorrow from Chicago and mm. she was like, is there anything I can bring you? And I was like, if there's a way to bring wasabi, <laughs> I would love that. But yeah. there's not. So it's, it will not happen. Yeah, not but easy to do. No. Carry on, right? <laughs> I mean, I, theoretically, okay. If yeah. you put, no, because you, you can't could. bring liquids on. So the broth, it'd just be. Well, what if you show them, be like, look, it's ramen. And they're like, oh, you're cool. <laughs> No, it doesn't work like that. There's maybe a TSA guy that, that would let that yeah, slide. Yeah, there might if, be one. Yeah. If they know wasabi, yeah, maybe they true. would. Like, yeah. Oh, valid. All right, yeah. go through, go through. Yeah. yeah, like it's, like I love wasabi so much that I post like their Instagram stories mm. on like my account, even though like I'm not even there. To enjoy. I'm like, yeah. everyone that's in Chicago should know that they sell yeah. steak now and like you should oh, go. You're trying to rep them. You're like, hey, like I'm not there, but I want to, I want you guys to get business. Yeah. So you're open the next time I'm there. Yeah. Like when I'm in Chicago, I go probably once a week. Oh, there you go. that's a that's yeah. high praise. Yeah. So. High praise. Mm -hmm. I guess that's why I couldn't think of any other restaurants because I'm like, mean, it's pretty much just wasabi that I care yeah. about. And yeah this point in my life, yeah. Valid. All right, second category. Uh, this one, you might not be able to guess why I asked you this, but I can explain. I said okay. disappointing views. Um, oh. <laughs> I just thought, uh, like, looking through Instagram, I was like, oh, you've done a lot of hikes and stuff. So I was like, 
you know, people are like, what's the best views you've seen? And I'm like, no, nah, tell me about stuff that sucked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's why. And I liked your interpretation. You were like, things I've watched. Yeah. So I appreciate that. I guess that's the film side of me coming yeah. out. Or yeah. like TikTok world being like, views? Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. But that's like, meets the definition, so. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I love hiking. I love yeah. nature. I love also cinema and yeah. internet. So all views are good views, I yeah. guess. Yeah. yeah, all views are good views. Well, I like that. Except maybe not though, because these are the disappointing views. Yeah, well, you know, life's full of those too, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Yeah. All right, last category, what I ask you about lacrosse. Uh, I used to play lacrosse. Go. Uh-huh. It was yeah. a big, big lacrosse family. Yeah. Um, yeah, I actually still have a pretty embarrassing email that maybe I shouldn't disclose mm. on a podcast. But okay. Um, LAX is in the title and like a lot of people be like, are you talking about the airport or like laxatives? Like people like ask me about it and I'll be like, Oh no, it's supposed to be like for lacrosse. I made this when I was 13 and I still use it to give it to like the people at Sephora. Oh yeah. yeah, One of those emails. Yes. So you can get the coupons. Yes. Newsletters. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I feel you. That's good to have, you know? Yeah. You need it. It's like absolutely necessary. I'm not giving you my daily email. That's yeah. It just gets me flooded. Yeah. Yeah, keep that inbox. Clean. Yeah, so the lacrosse email uh, takes the fall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just think it's insane that women don't wear helmets while playing lacrosse. I'm like, It is why? the most ridiculous look. It's the it's, goggles. It's the mouth guard. Skorts were really big. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But no helmet? No helmet. And instead they have a rule. That, like, Stay out of the sphere. They're like, yeah, this will work for player safety. No, yeah, I got hit in the face all the time. Yeah. That's like, yeah. I feel like the game would be better with helmets because everyone would be safer. Mm-hmm. And then like you could also like play a little harder because you're not worried as much about getting hit in the head. Yeah. And like other people are safer too. So like it makes, I'm, yeah, that no, makes no sense. It's, yeah. That seems so stupid. But I think there's like this weird um, like women's femininity thing being like considered and like if you put a woman in a helmet, they lose that and then they're a man because they're going to like aggressively fight. I don't know. There's just like this, I think, it's terrible reasoning. Yeah, like yeah. to have like a different differences in the way the sport is played because yeah. of gender is like pretty interesting because like that doesn't really carry to like basketball or volleyball, yeah. you know, like those are yeah. separate genders, but you're not changing the yeah, rules. No but lacrosse, there are yeah. differences. Yeah, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for educating me on that. I hope you catch a game soon. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm interested and in also like just give everybody helmets like. Yeah, I used to, I used to wear this shirt. That's so dumb. I used to wear this shirt that, yeah. um, like, my friend got first, and I was like, "Oh, that's cool! Like, I want to hop on that." Yeah. And it was like neon green. Mm. It said it had a helmet on it with like a big pink circle and an X, and it said mm. "Helmets are for boys." Ah. And I used to rep that around in like fifth grade. I mean, that'd be a pretty sick shirt. Yeah. 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 Hope someone has it now, enjoys it wherever yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the lacrosse players are carrying on the tradition. Yeah. I still have like old like shorts, you know, with mm. like the Hawaiian yeah, like the print, uniform. like the cool yeah. like Laxboro shorts. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like go. still got to have the swag. Yeah. 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 Oh, man. That that shirt goes hard. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, dang, what do I do with that? Yeah. Yeah. got to get it back. Yeah. I'm like, I'm sure some kid in like Los Feliz would like love to wear that uh, from yeah. like, the like flea ironically. Market. Yeah. 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 Like, I don't know what this means, but yeah. Yeah. Like that would kill at the yeah. flea. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Rose Bowl flea market. Like, oh, top selling cops. Item. Yeah. 9am. That's gone. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'm now pro, uh, helmets for women's lacrosse. Cause that, yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I get Tweet that it. just, 
that line of thinking, I'm like, okay, so women should not wear helmets on motorcycles. Like, are you dumb? Like, yeah, that's a really good point. Helmet, helmets literally universally benefit everyone. Like there's no good reason you're making the sport uh, stupid reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember like yeah. growing up, like having to like argue about like the validity of like women's lacrosse with yeah, people I'm because like, of that. You're making it less valid because of that rule. Like that's the rule maker's fault, not the people actually playing the yeah. sport. Yeah. My, uh, my dad tried to get me into like refereeing cause he used mm. to referee lacrosse and yeah. I went to like one, like the like classes for it. And I was like, there's no way I'm like stepping in with parents and like mm. dealing with yeah. these rules with them. Because oh, yeah. That would not be fun. Yeah. Yeah. So like, ah, you're rough. Yeah. Oh, God, you're like, yeah. these are kids. Yeah. Like my dad would be like, Oh, but like, dude, it's like 50 bucks an hour. And you know, when yeah, you're like 14, well. that's oh. insane money. Yeah, that's like great money now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, Oh man. Yeah. But I was like, no. Nah, I'll stick to babysitting. Yeah. Like, there's no way I'm dealing yeah. with that. No, I think babysitting is better than yeah. having to deal with angry sports parents. Yeah. It's a tough crowd. Tough crowd. You know, yeah. I was a th- I was a theater kid through and through, so mm. it just was like yeah. not really. Like, yeah. yeah, I was like, ah. Yeah. I'll just I'll just stick to my hang out with my yeah. friends and playing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just playing for fun. I think you made the right choice. I did. You made the yeah. right choice. Refs uh Nobody likes refs. No. Yeah. 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 Like the cops of the sports world. That's actually a good point. Yeah. They kind of are. Yeah. Nork. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but. Um, Whoa. That's, yeah. that's good. Refs are just <laughs> cops of the sports world. That's so true. <laughs> That's yeah. the, that's another banger T-shirt, right? Just to make that like refs are just cops for sports. Yeah. People would eat that up. Yeah. Yeah. Another flea seller, yeah. probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Man. Okay. Yeah. Hop on Redbubble after this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> make Zazzle. Make some custom tees. Start selling them. Etsy. Yeah. yeah. You got a, a good side hustle right there. Just those hey. two shirts. Yeah. If anyone's watching this. Millions. You got to get on it first before this releases. You've got two days. Yeah. Okay. All right. Two days to launch your t-shirt empire. Okay. Yeah. All right, Mo. Um, so... Hang on to those t-shirt ideas. Okay. All right. Yes. Uh, you know, earmark them, you know, put them to the side, come back to them later. So the reason we're here tonight, we got to learn about your improv journey. So I want to okay. know the first time in your life, uh, when you were in Colorado, you know, mm-hmm. just like, Rado, 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 dude, mountains. And, Cause obviously, you know, that's how it goes. Exactly. Um, yeah. When was the first time you heard about, learned about, saw just whatever your first exposure to improv was? I think it's kind of like a learned about one thing, then learned what improv was. Mm. So I, um, the first time I saw SNL mm. was in sixth grade. Okay. It was the Michael Phelps, Tina Fey episode. Kind of when like Tina Fey was doing like the whole like Sarah Palin oh, thing. Yeah, yeah, And so I like discovered what SNL was and I was like, wait, you're telling me that there's some, there's a job out there that exists where people get to like put on costumes and then like make these fun little like sketches and they get paid for that. I was like, that's the coolest thing in the world. Yeah. So then I just sounds found this, insane. Yeah. I'm like, what? Cause I used to like, I didn't know what like improv or sketch probably was when I was like a kid, but I yeah. used to like make sketches like with yeah. my friends, like we like put on costumes and like, mm. you know, go in front of the Mac and like turn on, yeah. you know, the photo booth. Oh, photo and, like booth. we would record yeah. videos of us like playing these like kooky characters, like, doing bits you know and so like i was always kind of into like 
like the vibe of improv without yeah. knowing what improv was. And so yeah. when I was like, Oh, SNL, you know, and like just like on Wikipedia, like looking up like Amy Poehler, like Tina yeah. Fey, like Seth Meyers, like yeah, trying to learn true. like, how do, how do I become like one of these people when I grow up? Yeah. And then just, I consistently saw, um, but they said improv, you know, either mm. in like LA, New York or Chicago. And Second so, city, yeah. yeah. And so I was like, okay, like when I'm old enough, like someday I'm going to take improv classes. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So just like those early research in that era of SNL too. Oh my gosh. It was amazing. So much talent was there. Yeah. It was, I yeah. mean, I feel like people always say like, you know, like the, when you see a SNL for the first time, like a lot of times that's like people's favorite season. I've yeah. like heard that as like lore of like SNL, yeah, but like, I, I do think like though, that era was like a particularly like, like Kristen Wiig. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. She yeah. like was so cool to me. Cause she yeah. just could play all these different people yeah. and it was so funny. So she's one of the greats. Yeah. Loved her. So oh, that's, yeah, it was SNL. Shocking. SNL. I'm sure you maybe yeah. get that answer a lot from people. It's but, mostly um, who's line. That's the biggest really? line. Yeah. Who's line. Yeah. People start there. Mm. Many, many start there. So I like SNL. I don't, I can't recall anyone saying SNL. Oh, okay. Wow. I also, it's been a lot of episodes, so I can't recall a lot of things, but. That's fair. It, it feels fresh. Mm -hmm. Certified fresh. Rotten Tomatoes. Mm -hmm. So there you go. All right. So SNL kind of like, that was the bug. You're like, oh, what is this? Ah, what, where do these people come from? What do they do? Okay. So that got you interested. Mm -hmm. So growing up, like middle school, high school, were you like performing? Was that something you were into? Were you, like creative, doing that kind of thing? No. You just I, lacrosse I was a up? sports kid. Yeah. yeah. Sports kid, student government. Um, okay. I joined theater my senior year of high school. It was kind of like, like a Troy Bolton situation oh, of yeah. like making the transition. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and um, yeah. I remember like a lot of like, the theater kids were like, what's she doing here? Like yeah. that sort of vibe. What's the jock doing No, here? like literally yeah. because I got, I got cast. I got a lead role in a play oh, just coming out of man. nowhere. Oh, and there were some kids who hated you. Yeah. And they yeah. were like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, what is probably. she doing here? Yeah. Um, so, and then like, I just was like, you know, I had so much fun yeah. and, um, yeah. So like, it was definitely always like interested in it for sure. Yeah. But like, you know, like, um, when I got to college is like kind of when I like really uh, dove in, in like Chicago. Oh, well, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you were in the right place. Yeah. So uh, I auditioned for the Loyola improv team, mm -hmm. never doing improv huh. ever. Yeah. And, you know, bombed, of course, and uh, did not get it. Mm. What? So, yeah, I didn't get it. But so you were in a high school play. I was in a high school play. Yeah. Wait, yeah. What, what play was it? It's called Sure Thing. It's like a one act, like two person uh, scene about these okay. people on a date and um, it like the bell rings and they like try the lines over again and like it kind of like resets. Uh, and, okay. That's yeah. like a one act. Yeah. 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 And I had to uh, flip a table in it and that was like really hard for me. That took mm. me like weeks to build up the rage. Yeah. To, like flip. Maybe that's like the Colorado in me of like, I yeah. just like never scream yeah. ever. And yeah. so like the idea of like, forcefully and then like my director's like come on have fun and i'm just like yeah. i don't know man like yeah. this just doesn't seem like it's me. Not me it's not yeah. me man yeah. <laughs> i can't I can't flip the table um so i remember <laughs> frustrating her in that way yeah but um yeah so chicago audition did not make it um then i um was like okay i'm gonna just like sign up and take classes at second city and mm. i just signed up for level a at second city which is actually like a great place to start it's like very like fundamental like yeah. very basic place so i think it was like it worked out well because that's like where i got my start and 
just learned from there and then just kept going to different theaters and learning more. Ah, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. Do you think um, like that kind of early, like your SNL fandom and like getting into all that, did that influence your decision of kind of where you ended up for college? A thousand percent. Like, like yeah. I, I genuinely like wanted to do comedy mm, probably like okay. since I like, again, like just, since I discovered that that was like a job that yeah. people had, like, I was set to f- study film in college oh, okay. and like yeah, I did yeah. study film, but I was just like, I want to live in either yeah. LA, Chicago or New York because oh, I want to, you got to be, I want to do sketch and improv. And like, mm-hmm. I like decided that when I was 12 and yeah. I am 27 and I still want to live in one of those three cities and do well, sketch and improv. You're doing a good job so. of living in one of those cities. So yeah, we're here. <laughs> so you go. We're in LA. Yeah. Living yeah. the dream. Yeah. yeah. That's fantastic. So mm-hmm. If you can think back to maybe that first, like those first few level A classes at Second City, do you kind of remember your experience, like your impressions? Yeah, I remember um, like an exercise that like really stuck, like sticks with me to this day, like was like a status exercise where this teacher was like, pick out um, a playing card. And like, Mm. if you're like a two versus like an ace, like ace being the highest, two being the lowest, like how do you behave in scenes? And mm. like, I feel like stat to learn status, like really early on yeah. was like very helpful. Yeah, um, such a powerful tool. Yeah. So like that one's like one that sticks with me. Um, I had to do a Matthew McConaughey impression. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, like, you know, those ones where they're like, Oh, like you're like, pretend like you're selling something. And like, yep. I was like the spokesman as yep. like Matthew McConaughey. What else from that first class? Mm. Wow, that's pretty much that's all that good sticks, memory, but though. 2017. I mean, that, yeah. yeah. You're remembering that from, I don't remember anything from class that I took in 2017. I had literally nothing. So yeah, I pretty good. I couldn't tell you what level yeah. B had just in store, but yeah. level A. Yeah. I had to be like a scene painting scene where I was a fire, a fire hydrant. There that, you go. that happens. That's a unique choice. Yeah. 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 Thank yeah. you. Some interesting, uh, character work. <laughs> that, like, hey guys, yeah. it's me, the fire hydrant. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's how you sounded. I don't know. It was silent. It was uh, like, yeah, but okay. Well, it, but if they asked me to monologue, I'm sure it would sound yeah, probably just, just like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. we all know that's what fire hydrants sound like. Mm-hmm. It's kind yeah. of yeah, understood. Yeah, universally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Um, yeah, I also remember a teacher like pretty early on telling me that like he noticed. Um, that I was more comfortable performing when I played in characters. And Mm. I think having someone like tell me that and then like me kind of like connecting, like, Oh yeah. Like I actually like really identify with like care. And he was just like, just like always play a character. And then I just kind of like stayed doing that after it. Um, Stuck in your mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's that Kristen Wiig influence. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like kind of, that's kind of like, that's, I would say like for me personally with improv, that's like my approach to it. Like my favorite part about it is just like playing some, random person mm. for you know three to five minutes and just yeah. exploring like what they're like in certain situations and that's where i find like a lot of joy and i would say to this day kind of stick with it yeah mm-hmm. yeah oh 100 getting to be another character is i mean it's the most fun part because yeah. you go oh, i'm not gonna be me for a minute what does this person do what are they like what do mm-hmm. they decide how do they feel about things and like you just yeah. get to get to step out of your own skin yeah and, and i feel like i had another teacher like teach me like you can talk about things that you believe Mm. and know yourself like through those characters and like there's a lot of fun with like specifics in that where it's like you're doing it through the lens of someone else but you're still talking through like yourself and like you know when you're when you're playing like you know like like a jersey you know like kind of like 
trash talky kind of girl, but then yeah. you're talking about like maybe like a love of hiking, you know, mm. if I was bringing like my Colorado roots wild. in it, that yeah. would be insane. But like, yeah. it's, but it like, it's believable because what you're saying is true. And yeah. I feel like learning that, um, shout out Craig at IO, Yo, um, Craig. uh, was like, to just like use your own life, but just put it through someone else mm. was like the a filter. Yeah. Yeah. Like a really helpful thing as well. Yeah, that's really smart. Cause it's like, yeah, you have so much knowledge, so many experiences and opinions. Yeah. And like, all that's within you already. All that's already there. Tap into it. But just put it through maybe something unexpected. Yeah. You said like, Jersey girl talking about hiking. Hilarious. Yeah. Like, I want to see that. Who you know? is she? You know, yeah. like, is she really, you really? Well, how do, yeah. how does someone from Jersey know about hiking? Yeah, it's what? Impossible. Yeah. yeah no even, way. Yeah. Didn't they even have mountains They just got like it, Italian ice over there and yeah. some like weird beaches. Like, weird beaches. Yeah. yeah. Atlantic city. Yeah. 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 He's gambling and yeah. tanning. That's it. Yeah. Not being New York. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, so I would say, like, definitely, like, different places taught me, like, very, like, things that were, like, very pivotal and, like, yeah. what, what I learned and how I moved forward. And I'm really grateful for that time yeah. in Chicago. Yeah. So while you were there in Chicago, you studied at Second City and IO, right? IO and Annoyance. And Annoyance. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say, I I'd say that of the three, like, I discovered Annoyance, like, pretty late. Um, like, I knew about it and I'd see shows there, but I didn't, like, think about taking classes there. Kind of, yeah. like you know, the way things kind of go where like the flashy name is kind of like mm. where you gravitate towards. Yeah, of course. And, I mean, um, Second City, Chicago. Of course, yeah, it's, oh my God. Like, yeah. I can't tell you how many shows I did at Second City where people thought that they were coming to see like a Second City, like mm. main stage show, but they'd be coming to see like my indie improv mm. show with my friends at Second City that was at like 10 p.m. on like their smaller theater. And yeah. I feel like these like tourists would just like kind of be yeah, like- They don't know anything there. Yeah. <laughs> And like, I hope they had fun, yeah, but I bet they did. It's just like, yeah, it's just kind of like that name. But what I really love about the annoyance is the creator, uh, Mick Napier. Oh yeah. I read his book. Improvise. It, that's, yeah. that's my favorite book, great book. Um, yeah. from, about like improv. Cause I feel like his method of like taking care of yourself mm. and then like, you know how to like be a better scene partner when like, yeah. you know who you are and like what you're doing. Like, I yeah. think that mindset also was just like another like light bulb moment for me yeah. where I was like, yeah, like that makes a lot of sense. So I never finished their program because I moved away before yeah, I did. Sure. Um, but I, I, I love him now. I like him. Like he's, he's the goat. Like he gets it. Did you get to meet him? Yeah. Oh yeah. He oh, hangs out there all the time. Like he's cool. at the bar. Like he's a super nice guy. He's like, yeah. he's very involved in his theater, that's which is awesome. like really cool. Yeah. And, um, it's just like that. a, it's a nice space to like hang out and, you know, whenever I go back to Chicago, I go see shows and like, yeah. I'll see him there. And like, I mean, he doesn't know me, but yeah. I'm like, oh, there's Mick, you know, yeah. like, you know, him. I get a yeah, little like yeah. starstruck, you know, yeah. um, that book, <sighs> cause yeah. it's just like, yeah, someone like that. that book is just like, I mean, like, how do you feel about that book? Yeah. I feel like I mean, it's so, I love that book. It's mm -hmm. one of like, one of the first like improv books that was recommended to me. Mm -hmm. Um, in my, besides like truth and comedy, you know, classic. So, like, yeah. yeah. Which is like, everybody reads that. <laughs> Uh, which is also like a Chicago. Like, yeah, I must. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, it was like I read Truth and Comedy, and then the next like improv book I read was Improvise. Yeah. So I think just immediately I was like, whoa, this guy is like, this is like the next wave. You know, it's like, okay, like Del Close, Sean Halpern, they helped us get started. Now where are we going? Yeah, with now this? we're cooking. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, now we're cooking. Yeah. yeah. Mick was like, hold up. I, yeah, I think he's a god. Yeah. I read yeah. his book, and I was like, yeah. yes. Like, so I wish I could have like taken a class from him or something, wow, yeah, but, um, fantastic. Yeah. I remember during COVID he put on like 
the first like like COVID improv show of like the mm. Chicago like scene and like talked about it like over like, it was on Twitch and like just oh, like seeing yeah, him lots of people doing that. Yeah, like seeing him like talk about like trying to like keep it alive was like really interesting and like yeah. he, he had actors like quarantining inside the annoyance theater Jeez. so that they could like actually be on Come like, shows. Yeah. And this was like April, 2020. Oh, like, or yeah. like so for, we were all still very confused. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like yeah. so scared to leave the house. Yeah. I had no idea what would happen. But, um, so he may put on a show that like at that time of just like so much uncertainty, like that may of 2020, like I just like watched his, mm. um, his like sketch show from like my parents' house in Colorado oh, cool. when I went home for a little bit in lockdown yeah. and I was just like, Mick, Mick my guy. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. wish I could be there. Yeah. Um, yeah. The annoyances, they got great stuff. That yeah. teacher Craig is, uh, one of my favorite shows in Chicago to this day is called deep schwa. They were an IO, um, Herald team or like, mm. just like a, I don't know if they do, they don't even do Herald, but like yeah. they were like an IO team that they'd now perform at the, anno- the annoyance on Sundays at eight. So if anyone listening is in Chicago or going to Chicago, see deep schwa, see Craig, he is the guru. Craig, mm-hmm. shout out Craig. Shout this, out Craig. This is like the second shout out Craig. Is yeah. He's Craig, very popular. Craig changed my life for sure. Yeah. Love go. him. Shout out Craig. Deep schwa. Deep schwa. Deep schwa. Mm-hmm. All, right, all right. I'll keep that in mind for well, one day. I have no plans, but one day I'd like to go. You should go. Yeah. yeah. Hit up wasabi. I see it all, you know? Hit up deep schwa. I guess see the bean. It's very exciting. Uh, I think it's, I think I'll be overwhelmed. I don't it's, know. it's cool you yeah. know you take you poke it you take your pictures yeah, you true. know there's usually hand sanitizer yeah, yeah clean your hands there's like usually like wedding photos happening oh, nearby yeah. it's yeah. right by like this amazing park so like, okay. it's I not like just like yeah, yeah like it's not just like you like go to this like a bad view yeah say like a okay. disappointing thing yeah. where you show up and you're like oh this is the thing <sighs> but like millennium park's pretty amazing okay. so there's like other oh, stuff yeah, yeah, to yeah. see mm-hmm. all right there you go all right i'm sold again sold again i'll go get some ramen or the pack that's new york that's isn't that here the pack yeah on santa monica boulevard the theater oh the pack theater i was saying the pack like box i don't know why but yeah the pack that's uh yeah that is in la the pack theater another uh uh, improv theater a newer one a younger one yeah Yeah. they started 2017 i think oh really yeah it seems like such a staple coming here in 2020 that like they're they're pretty well established i think yeah people know them now that's cool a good community over there Tried to do things over there yeah, over the past couple of years. But yeah. anyway, um, okay. So there's, I'm thinking like in my mind, like, so you spent time in Chicago, you studied mm-hmm. at all these places and then a big move happened, right? Yes. So you're bringing like the improv, let's call it like the improv hometown, like the origin, the birthplace of like modern American improv, right? As we mm-hmm. know it. So do you think like you were different? How do I put this? Like, you were a different kind of improviser when you moved here versus where you are now. Ooh, I would say definitely just in the fact that I've like continued to take classes and like learned and like evolved in that way. Yeah. And I would say almost like every theater I've ever been to has a different approach. Mm. So just by that nature of like just being at these different places, like, are you asking me if like LA is like a different style of improv? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know what I was saying. I was like, you've done improv in two places. Tell me about (laughs) that. No. Um, yeah, I guess I'd say like kind of, yeah, maybe what are some like almost philosophical differences that you've noticed between the two? Cause you've done a lot of stuff here too. I think you've been to a number of different schools here. So you've gotten the many flavors of improv. Philosophical differences. Yeah. 
It doesn't even have to be that deep. <laughs> I, I, you know, and all yeah. honestly, I would say the main difference to me is the way the communities feel. Like mm. I would say in Chicago, everyone that's there just has like such an intense love of improv and like wants yeah. to do improv specifically. And like, wants to be like it's very competitive and like you want yeah. to be the best you can and like you know everyone's trying to make like second city tour co or yeah. like an io herald team and then if you make tour co you're trying to like make main stage second city and like mm. there's like definitely like certain trajectories that people are gonna yeah. like which we have that here too in la but i would say like there was something about the chicago environment where like everyone was always kind of trying to like go up and this is also just like my personal experience yeah, for of course. anyone listening but like I feel like in LA it just feels just so much more like collaborative like there's just so many people that are doing improv here that are just like artists like they're not yeah. even necessarily like I'm an improviser like because I feel yeah. like in Chicago that was like your identity yeah, is like you I'm, are improvising. yeah like I, I do improv you know yeah. like there's a certain type of dude like he's always in like a flannel yeah. with like converse oh, and like skinny yeah, yeah. jeans like yep. like i would see people on the train and i'd be like you're probably gonna get off at sedgwick yeah like where second city was yeah. and then sure enough when i was getting off yeah. at sedgwick they were too. so were they and so i was like, like oh. we're the same like yeah. i'm no different than you but i yeah. recognize you like yeah. i see you as I can tell by your like quirky little tote bag or yeah. like whatever oh, you're like, yeah. going to go. Tote bag's a giveaway. I knew yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but <laughs> uh, so I would say like, I really do enjoy that about LA. Like it just feels like a lot more like open and like collaborative yeah. and like yeah. people are like friendlier here in the improv scene, which I think was like really shocking to me. Cause I didn't yeah. think that would be the case when I moved here. Um, just on like stereotypes of LA that I've learned are not necessarily true. Yeah. Some are, um, some are, <laughs> but like, I mean like when, if you, dude, if you tell people in Chicago, you're moving to LA, they're like, Oh, oh my God. Like LA. LA, like everyone there is so fake. And like, it's all about like money and like this and that. And yeah. like, again, I think there's also this thing about Chicago where there's like a hardiness to it because, yeah, um, yeah, like, people like survive these like harsh winters yeah. and like, Oh, we don't. <laughs> yeah. And like, like because you survive this harsh winter, like yeah. you've like earned the right to like, mm. like, like boast about it in like yeah, a weird sure. way. And so like, like I feel like people kind of like covet that and they're like, I can never live every, anywhere else because like I suffer this so hard to like enjoy it when it's good. So mm. when you talk about maybe like moving somewhere where like the weather is nice, like quitting. Yeah. they're like, like what? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, like that's not Chicago, you know? And it's just like, yeah. well, like maybe it would be nice to have sun for like, a little more. like, yeah, like it, you know, like maybe sun's good. Yeah. I've heard studies say yeah. that maybe going outside in yeah. the sun. Like, you know, I, I don't think there's many similarities to Chicago and LA. Like to yeah. me, they feel like two completely different places. Yeah, I can't think of like from what little I know. Yeah. yeah, like just nothing really feels, you know, because like Chicago is just so like tight knit. You can walk yeah. everywhere. There's like the yeah. public transit's huge. Like, yeah, it's just like very like city urban. And like yeah. LA just feels like just so much more open. It's and like massive. you can hike in the city and then the ocean's right there. And yeah. um, like the neighborhoods are like, I just feel like not as like intertwined as they no. feel in Chicago. Um, there's a point to all this that I'm saying. Oh, but like, yeah, like there's just like they just feel like two completely different places. But I, I, I do just like I love living in a city of artists here. Yeah. Like I feel like I just I really didn't expect that about LA to mm. just like meet so many different people that are just passionate about art in like a multitude of ways that yeah. 
Yeah. It just feels good to be around and like, you just like have conversations about it and like learn, you know, what people are getting into and you can like collaborate with them or, you know, I just feel like way more involved here than I did in Chicago, like with my community and yeah. like the art sense, which like I really like. I think that is a really great observation because at least, yeah, when I think of Chicago, it's like pure improviser. It's like, pure. I'm going here because it's improv, all improv all the time. Where as LA, like you said, it's almost more mixed for like, I, you know, I'm a musician, I'm an actor, I'm, you know, it's like improv is in addition to this yes. other art form. It's not the only art yes. form. Yes, and it's not like this like make or break thing. Like if yeah. you're not successful in it, like you're like, it's over. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. Like it's just, it's weird. Cause like as a city, like Chicago is like so friendly and like it's, yeah. you know, like that Midwestern like mentality of, um, you know, like I, I do kind of miss that about yeah. Chicago. Like yeah. it felt like everyone was your friend sort of, but then like the improv community didn't feel like that because mm -hmm. it was just so competitive and there was only- so Everyone's fighting. Yeah, there's only so many spots and, yeah. you know, and like here I just, I don't really feel that. And yeah. it, like all the theaters I've been at, I've never really felt mm -hmm. that same like, I don't know, that like grit with it, so. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, it's different. I mean, we definitely don't have that same like chip on our shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> just because- I mean, you know, it's like it was 75 today. Like, oh my God. I, it's December I, 4th. I shouldn't have worn this degrees. shirt out. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's like too hot yeah. for this. Yeah. But I put on a sweatshirt because it's cold inside, yeah. Yeah. not outdoors. Yeah. No, like I, yeah. I swear there's like this thing about Chicago where they're yeah. like, we suffer, we earn this. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but yeah. there's also like, I, I was really sad when I moved away. Like I was pretty devastated to have to like leave Chicago when yeah. I did leave yeah, because of, hard. I left because of COVID. Like yeah. when the weather, or not when the weather. Yeah, not, oh, you're not leaving on like your own terms, basically. Yeah, like yeah. I just, it felt like, I felt kind of like forced out of there. Like my life there just didn't really seem like it was going to go forward anymore. Yeah. Um, so I was like devastated to leave like a place I love so much. Yeah. But the new chapters I've experienced because of like living in LA and like these new things I've been able to experience that are like completely different than Chicago, like I'm really grateful for. Like, yeah, absolutely. You know, like, having Joshua tree two hours oh, away, gosh, have, yeah, yeah, like the best. Yeah. just like in a weekend, you can just like transport yourself to this like whole other world. Whereas yeah. in Chicago, you drive two hours away and all you get is start rock, you yeah. know? So like, I feel like, I guess wherever you live, there's like different things to like enjoy about it. But yeah. I think LA has a lot to offer and yeah. people misjudge it yeah. because of stereotypes. Yeah. I mean, California's diversity of landscape, I'd say is it's, Oh my god! Hard to find something similar in other parts of the country. It's, yeah, it's very fortunate that all this is around us. It makes you know? no sense to me. You see a pine tree next to a palm tree yeah. here too. Like, yeah, we could go to the mountains right now and probably find some snow. Yeah, like yeah, when the after the beach. Oh my gosh! Like I, I never realized like moving from like Colorado that L.A. would feel like Colorado in the sense that like that mountain background. Oh yeah, we get that sometimes. Yeah, like in the winter with like the snow on the top, you yeah. can like see like behind downtown. I'm like, yeah, you're wow. coming up the 110 and you yeah. get that gorgeous view. Right time of year. Oof. Yeah, I'm like, Beautiful. whoa. Like it, it reminds me of Colorado. So yeah. like that was also like really unexpected that I've enjoyed. And I just yeah. think that, yeah, there's so many different things to do here yeah. and it's just beautiful all the time. Like to, yeah. to move from somewhere where everything's dead for four months to yeah. then come here and like, you know, you got like the bougainvilleas and then you got like the giant succulents and then yeah. you got like, oh my God, jasmine season in LA is yeah. like my favorite. Like there's just plants alive all the time and it's so yeah. colorful. And yeah. even when you're just driving down like 
you know, like the 10 East and you just like see like the plants and the palm mm. trees on the side of the highway. It's like, gosh, like it's just like so beautiful here yeah. all the time. Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. It's always, I'd say like teeming with life. Yeah, totally. Yeah, which is a difference. Like, yeah, we don't, it's never quiet and it never really dies. It's just always. Yeah. Up. I do miss late night eating. I don't think yeah. LA has that at all except for like food trucks. Yeah. Food trucks and. Yeah, food trucks and like stands basically. Yeah. That, that's the move. Like Oh, the stands. Yeah. 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 Like any like tacos, anything like that, you gotta go like side of the road. That's your best bet. It's where the best food is gonna be. I got a favorite spot, it's called Cheo's. Oh man. Where's that at? Good. Um it's in like East LA, almost Alhambra actually. Oh cool. You know, like so uh, from here a ways, but like yeah. that's more my side of town. And, like, oh man. They just got a truck. They post mm-hmm. up on the weekends this spot. Just need your spots. That's yeah, you that's need. that's my spot. That yeah, yes. Oh, think about it right now. Yeah. I'm like, mm. Is it Saturday yet? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. And it's like it's good prices. You know, it's like, and that's. The, I do miss the cheapness of Chicago. Yeah, I think that. a bit more economical of a city. I mean, every city is going to be expensive in mm-hmm. one way or, or another. But like public transit, like you don't have to own a car to survive. No, but it. Yeah. Oh man, a Target trip in Chicago nightmare. Oh yeah, pain. Well, yeah, because you got to bring everything on the train, right? Yeah. yeah, I've never experienced that, and I don't want. Yeah, to. my roommates and I were talking about like our freshman year, like yeah. how we would like go on the train, like probably like 10 stops away to like, you know, Jeez. try to get stuff for our dorms and yeah. like to haul that oh, back. Gosh, and we just yeah. looked, go buy your room essentials. Oh stuff. my God. We look so ridiculous. Or like, yeah. I used to like take the train home for like winter break when I'd have like three suitcases on the oh, train geez. and you just yeah. look like a total idiot. Yeah. Cause like no one's doing that. Yeah. And, but it's just like, it's like, well, I don't have a car and sticking out like a sore yeah, thumb, and I'm yeah. 19. I'm not paying for an Uber. Like yeah, that's crazy. Oh my gosh. No way. Oh no, yeah. yeah. So that was definitely like, interesting to adjust yeah. to but yeah get that kind of blend in mm-hmm. yeah yeah and you learn you figure it out the more. oh yeah and like I, I love the train the cta in chicago is amazing yeah. like there was one i used to just like ride for fun sometimes because sure. it has a good view because it goes yeah. the brown line goes through the city like above mm-hmm. ground so you're just oh, like yeah. dry like you're not driving like riding through yeah. buildings oh, downtown chicago yeah. and like over the river oh my god it's so pretty yeah i mean yeah I gotta say, any city that has like a body of water like in or around it, mm-hmm. huge fan of that. Yeah, huge fan. That's like, yeah. Oh, I'm all over that. <laughs> so, like, yeah, show me that. That's the one thing. Like, I we don't have as much here. You know, there's like Silver Lake and Echo Park and like that sort of thing. But it's not the same as like boom river, boom lake. You know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I guess the ocean's like the closest yeah. thing we get yeah. to like a substantial thing. Which is cool. It's just, it's different. Yeah, yeah, totally. But I mean, Echo Park, I didn't see that until like this year. I don't really? know like how. Oh, I, man. When I first moved here, it was like fenced off. Oh, yeah. It was kind of, yeah. Yeah. It, and so like you can really like see what yeah. was going on in there, I feel like. And yeah. I've, lived on the, I've lived on the west side. So I, I don't know. Okay. Just, yeah. Since it's reopened, I've just like never been yeah. there. But my friend lives over there. Okay, and yeah. um, I was having like a really bad day. And she was like, just take a walk to Echo Park. Yep. And Oh my gosh, it's so beautiful. Yeah. yeah. yeah you really gotta cool. do the, the swan sometime. Yes. It's a lot of fun. Iconic. Yes. Yeah. It's like 13 bucks, I think. It's oh my cheap. gosh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's for LA? Yeah. Not bad. I mean, one of my favorite places here is uh, the Sherman Oaks uh, Castle Park, like oh. the mini golf. Have yeah. you ever seen that like little dragon when you're like driving on the four, like the 101 to the 405 when I, you do that little loop? I maybe, I don't know. I'm not over there so, ever. If you're ever in Sherman Oaks, yeah. 
it's five dollars for a mini golf game. That price in LA. I'm like, I that's like that price. crazy. And it's got all like the fun, like little like yeah, you it's know, mini golf. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I've I've write that down. Write that down. Yeah, my friends took me there on my birthday, like two years. It's like birthday. I love that place. Like, yeah, for hey, real. Five bucks. Everybody's having a good time. I just think that's like I I don't know if that's just like something I'm fixated on and yeah. most people ignore, but I'm like five dollars yeah. in L. A. for an activity. Like, yeah, you're like I'm having this much fun for five dollars. That's crazy. This is everybody needs to know about. Yeah, this. everyone yeah. needs to know Sherman Oaks. Yeah, yeah Sherman Oaks. Like, get there. Go yeah. golf with dragons. He's so yeah. cute. He deserves it. Go yeah, visit him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep him open. Yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> bringing him back to improv. Mm-hmm. Um, so you moved to LA and I'm guessing cause it was during the pandemic. So yes. you probably, you weren't doing improv for a little bit cause it was 2020, right? Theater was dead. Yeah. Yes. Theater was it was, dead. It was over. Things were dead here. We were just waiting. Yeah. And like you mentioned earlier. So you didn't do any improv between moving here and when you found IFTP, right? No, because it okay. just was like nothing. And I just, again, like the online yeah. scene, I just was like, yeah. and I think part of me too, honestly, was just so crushed that yeah. it wasn't around. Like I, I don't know, like my, I felt so like disconnected to it. And like, I just was like, like this, this art was just such a big part of my life in yeah. Chicago. And to, yeah. just to have it like gone, I'm like, like almost like a identity crisis was like kind of happening. Yeah. Like, who am I? Like outside yeah. this thing that, you know, for the last two and a half years, like all my free time went to, you know, like I'd be like taking college classes, but then like taking the train to go to second city or IO yeah. after class and like doing shit. Like I'd miss like hanging out with my friends sometimes yeah. on like Friday nights. Cause I'm like, Oh guys, like, sorry, I, like, I gotta go do this show. Yeah. And they're like, dude, you're 21. Like, yeah. why aren't you like Which, going to like, yeah, come here. Yeah. Out. Like it's like, well, it's Friday. And like, yeah. you you're know, in college. Or, yeah. But I just was, you know, it was just like, I just loved it so much. I yeah, just wanted dedicated. Yeah, I just, like, wanted to keep learning and keep doing more. So I think, like, because it was just, like, such a big part of my life that when it was gone, I just, like, felt this, like, gut-wrenching, like, lull in my life. And so, um, yeah. when So IFTP was, like, oh, my God. It was, like, the oasis of COVID. Yeah, because you found it and you could come and actually do it. Yes, and it was, oh, my God, it made me so happy. It was so fun. And, like, I just also it was really refreshing to come to a place like IFTP where every week is different mm. and you're just doing different things every week. Yeah. So it, I really enjoyed coming to a theater that just like felt like it encompassed different like learning styles. And mm. I was just like, this is such a good like way to get back into it. Cause yeah. it just was like exercising so many different things. So yes. I was, I was really grateful for like the format of IFTP when yeah. I found, when I came here. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I would agree. Like coming in and like less curricular, I guess would be the way I would put it. Where like, you know, so oftentimes you sign up and you're like eight weeks, we're doing this. And like that has its place. Totally. hundred percent. It has its place, but there's a value. And I think for someone like you are very experienced, you know, you've done a lot of training. You've done a lot of shows. I think it's like, mm-hmm. you don't necessarily need that like eight week, course or like i still feel like i need that yeah. i want to learn yeah <laughs> so I mean, many, i'm such yeah. a nerd yeah. about it i really yeah i would but like i but i love that about iftp like yeah. i just i love that it's just like you don't know what you're gonna get when yeah. you walk in and you know matt asks you the question of the week and then from there it's yeah, just like yeah, all right saturday morning yeah it's like whatever <laughs> yeah. that question is ah. yeah like yeah yeah I feel like I never clap my legs hard enough in those mm. moments. Like I'm just yeah. like, I need to be more. We've been looking for a little more effort out of it. Well, he said, sure. you know, he'll be like, do it again. You know, he's always like once. Yeah. And that's like, no, 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 no. I'm showing up here on a week, a weeknight, yeah. Saturday morning. You give me more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
So yeah, I just, I really, I like, and that's why I, like, I like, I'll keep coming here, you yeah. know? Cause I just, I love, you know, and also too, the way the structure works of just like so many people coming in and out yeah, too, of yeah, like different days. It's, it's like, and, yeah, like it's yeah. just like, it's just a good way to play, yeah. you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now during your time at IFTP, just out of curiosity, like, have you had like different teachers? Have you mostly stuck with the same person? I've been your approach. I've pretty much just been a Matt girly. I've been a Matt girly. Um, cause I mean, he's the one that welcomed me with open arms and no, I think it just, cause, um, a lot of it was, I was Saturdays because when I'm, when I work and I work in the film industry, your schedule. Yeah. No respect for your life. Yeah. Like, it's just like, there's no way I could commit to even like, even like, for example, like on Mondays on the film industry, you're sorry. Sorry, Mike. Um, you're coming in at like 4 a.m. and working till 6 or 7. So I was like, oh, like maybe a Monday night class. But like even that, yeah, especially brutal, when, you're, when you're going to work at like 4, yeah. it just and was you, like. You got to do it the next day too, probably. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, coming at 4 on Monday, that means Friday or Tuesday's like a 5.30 call maybe. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, perfect. So sleep in a little. Yeah. Then hit the road. Uh, yeah. You miss yeah. traffic though. So oh, yeah. that's that perk. But yeah. um, when I, when I'm working, it's like Saturdays is kind of um, the only day. So mm. back then it was just Matt. And now I guess there's like Benjamin and Liam as yeah. well on yeah. Saturdays. So, um, yeah. but it's in this last year when I haven't been working, I've been taking the uh, weeknight approach. So, nice. but still with Matt. But yeah. I, I have subbed um, Ava and Jamie. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, when I was taking classes, I, I did math the whole time. But yeah. You know. <laughs> I experienced, you know, but I've, at this point, just through different, like, camp and, like, different opportunities, I've had the chance to be in everyone's class. Yeah. I think I haven't been in a Liam class. And uh, Gavin, I know he taught last month. I haven't been in Gavin class. So yeah. those, those are the only two because yeah. they're newer. Yeah, I guess I yeah. have had Liam as a sub too, okay. and that was cool because yeah. Liam and I used to be in Saturdays together. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, cool. yeah, I yeah, I think it's so cool. Like, there's just I feel like all the staff are very different, yeah. and they all have different things to offer, which is like mm-hmm. also like I feel like reflective of like how the theater works in yeah. itself. You know, like you can take classes with a different teacher to kind of get. Yeah. a different approach yeah work versus, on a different part of your yeah like set. versus like some theaters i feel like have like very like set standards of like yeah. this is our curriculum this is how yeah. we teach and like i feel like iftp is like a lot more fluid yeah and it's kind of like finding like oh this works for me so like it's yeah. kind of building your own like philosophy and almost own personal curriculum that like this works for me i see that it works in scenes and i'm a, i'm a good improviser i support my scene partner i build with them and like that's what you need, you know. I have the tools that I've gotten from all these different people. Yeah. yeah and you just mm-hmm. put them together in your own little toolkit, almost. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Well said, well said. Uh, so thinking about, and this is a big question. we got a couple more questions, and we're yeah. going to play some games. Um, kind of overall, like, what has been the impact of improv on your life? Oh. <laughs> yeah, just like, just like off the dome, you know, no biggie, yeah. God, just like the most immense joy, I would say. Like, I mean, you know, you could, there's also like the classic answers of yeah. like, you know, it t- teaches me to like think on my feet better, like work better in community yeah. and like yeah, of course. be a better friend, be a better listener. Like all yeah. that is true. But I think yeah. just like following that like childhood joy that I had and like those interests and like living that as an adult and mm. like getting to do comedy and just like I, I, truly feel like when you when you do a show that's like going well and like that like that feeling when you're have when you're on stage and like yeah. 
the moves are just right, like the audience is happy, like that energy that you feel from improv, like I love it so much. And yeah. like I just nothing there's nothing like it. And I think for someone like me that like works in the arts and like film, yeah. for example, where it's like it's a set stage and like, you know, there are people acting, but then there's 200 people surrounding mm. them, like not involved in it. And yeah. it's just like the product is enjoyed later, like after yeah. it's been like edited and, you know, it but there's so much. Yeah, yeah. But like, there's just something about like, there's something magical about everyone in an improv theater, just all being on the same page for that hour you know and they're yeah. all on that ride together and like i just I, this is gonna sound like my hippie like colorado side but like the energy of like right. that right out, like yeah. the energy of that room like and just that experience like it's just yeah it's just brought so much joy to my life and i just think improv is just the coolest and yeah. it just makes me so happy sure. and then i've just like I can't tell you like how many like hard days I've had, but then like go to a class and then like, you know, you leave just feeling like a little bit lighter cause you just yeah. got to like laugh and like have fun. And I think, you know, everyone could benefit from improv just by like the joy that it brings. Yeah. It changes your whole day sometimes. Yeah. Whoa. My day ended way better than it started. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, like some of it like sticks with you. Like, yeah. you know, I can still see a scene that, um, uh, like, Liam and Patrick Gallagher and like I can't mm. remember now like everyone in it but like a scene that like Liam and Patrick did like a year and a half ago like I yeah. can still think about that yeah, and be like yeah, oh my god that there. was like one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life and like yeah. probably will be until the day I die yeah. and like no one will ever know what it was and I can't even explain it but like I think that's also just kind of like what makes improv so cool yeah, is like I was there for that I saw that yeah, yeah. like the magic yeah, you the know exclusivity of that experience yeah yeah I agree it's like I mean that's part of why I love it is like the beauty of like every time you see a scene or a show or whatever it's like it lives for everyone who's there you share it and it's gone and then it's gone and then there will be another one and you won't be there for that but you still had that one you were there for and you share that with the performers and the audience and like makes it a group experience yeah I, and like yeah. i think that's just like such a like a primitive art experience too mm. you know of mm -hmm. just like people coming yeah. community and like, Ooh, like that. you know art experience. like i just feel like it's yeah. like my ancestors my soul yeah. like has had like this like it's it's like re replicates like ways that people have enjoyed art yeah. for centuries like and oral tradition right yeah Telling, passing down stories like yeah like you it have just, to be there to hear it yeah. yeah like it just feels very like communal and like mm. i don't know like i just you know you know they, you always like hear people be like oh like you can't really make any money off of improv yeah. right like no matter how high you get you know like even the people you know that were doing like second city like main yeah. stage like yeah. I don't even, they had to get like second jobs, you yeah. know, like Wait, that. they're not billionaires. No, no, no. Uh, you know, but like, you know, there's not really like a lot of money to be made in improv, yeah. but like, again, like the uniqueness of those experience, yeah. those feelings you have, like I think yeah. is worth yeah. like taking over my time because yeah. it's just such a special thing to be a part money. of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's more fulfilling. Yeah. Yeah. Money. You can get that from your job. Sure. Whatever. But yeah. like, what you can derived from improv is like you know there's not a price to put on that it's no. just it's a unique thing yeah and it's shared it's just yeah like yeah. everyone's on the same page and like again like that discovery that like the actors and the audience are both experiencing at the same time like what else is like that you yeah, know nothing nothing's like that because any other art form is more i'm showing you something that we yeah. rehearsed or practiced you know or, yeah. or made but 
not often are you making something in the moment. Yeah, and it works, you yeah. know? And, like, that's what's just so cool about it is, like... Yeah, it just pays off. Yeah, and, like, yeah, the storytelling, people and people laugh, and you can also make people cry, you know? Like, it yeah. can go so many different ways, and, yeah. like, it's just a ride. It's an adventure. It's a ride. It's a ride, man. It's a ride. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Mom, I got one last question for okay. you. So thinking about improv, right, your your career, your pursuits, your studies, we're uh, coming up on the end of 2023. Oof. But uh, with that said, let's say maybe over the next calendar year, is there anything you're like thinking about doing, moves you want to make, things you want to try, shows you want to do with improv, anything on the horizon? Well, I'm yeah. kind of in the middle of a project. Okay, you're in the middle of a project. Yeah, I, um, I think Courtney... Mentioned it maybe on her. She podcast. may have. If um, it's the project I'm thinking of. Yeah. yeah so I I replicated um, the way that like dating a, a dating like service works in the yeah, '80s, yeah. where people would be filmed and then like interviewed, and then it's I'm still kind of unclear of how it worked because yeah. the original footage I found is just like a compilation. Like it doesn't yeah. actually like explain like on YouTube or like, yeah. the tape. So like I don't know if like people like ordered the tape or like you would go to like a, a building and like ask to see certain yeah, people on, like, I don't know watch. if you like had it yourself. It's like, it's still kind of unclear to me, but basically people were filmed and interviewed and then you, someone else could then see that interview and be like, Oh, I think they're, they're cute. Like, so yeah. I want to date them. So I was like, Oh, like I want to recreate that with improvisers. Mm -hmm. And cause I would say like in film, like my, biggest interest would be like directing like mm. long-term. So I was like, okay, like let me try like mixing film and improv. And yeah. so I filmed all these like improv friends I had, I had them come in with like very specific characters nice, nice. and I'm like, I gave them like a sheet to fill out. That was like, you know, what's your hometown? What are your hobbies? Mm. Like what it's like, what's like your biggest dream in life? What's your dream vacation? Like, do you have a mantra? Like just so that they would kind of have like a general like POV of these yeah, people. Yeah, like flushed out a little bit. Yeah. yeah, and then they wouldn't know what questions I would ask them once they got there and I was mm -hmm. filming them. So like with that, you know, like for example, like Courtney's character, like her yeah. character was named Sue. She was like kind of like this like rough and tough um, like Southern lady that owned yeah. a sandwich shop. And um, so like with that perspective, if I'm asking you like, oh, like describe your ideal man. Mm what kind of answers am I going to get out of that? You yeah, know? So yeah. I filmed 16 people like being interviewed. It's a lot of content. Yeah. Eight hours of footage. Oh I my have. gosh. Oh, um, nightmare. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Fun to do nightmare to work through. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it took a long time this fall. <laughs> I believe it. So I'm releasing right now. I just released my first video actually today. Oh, okay. I think I saw it. I was oh, watching you, it. A little yeah. Early. When you did the Instagram stock. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, is there yeah, cross like, pictures on my Instagram? No. I think back no, there's. That's max prep. <laughs> All max prep. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, I'm releasing like three like trailers that kind of mm. like looks at like different interviews like cut together, kind of like the original like YouTube compilation. But then I'm yeah. also going to release cuts of like everyone's interview, yeah, kind of yeah. like you're looking at their profile, like in like a modern mm. dating sense of oh, like I looking like at that. someone's hinge. Like now yeah. on TikTok, you'll be able to look at like um, I'll, you know, promote some IFTPers. Liam and Courtney are both mm. in this project. So you can go in a couple weeks on my TikTok, hey. come see uh, Liam and Courtney's um, like profile. And I hope that's okay. Liam and Courtney that I'm telling them about this. Uh, sorry. I they'll be okay with it. I know Liam is an avid listener. Yes. Um, <laughs> so uh, 
so yeah, like I just, I've been exploring like mixing yeah. improv and um, film together. And I'm like, yeah, this is so much that. fun. Like yeah. it was just so fun. And like the actors were all so like excited. And I yeah. think because of that, like they gave like really good performances yeah. because they They're just invested. like, yeah, and they were like connected to it. And I think like, you know, like that just like gave them a lot of freedom and like they, like a lot of them came in with their own costumes mm-hmm. and like stuff like that yeah, too. And yeah. So, um, but also from doing this project, I've kind of thought about like, maybe I should like try to do other things of like putting it together kind of on my yeah. own and like, see like what else, like, you know, like we were talking about earlier before we were recording about, mm-hmm. um, like maybe like performing mm-hmm. outside of like, you know, the theaters I've been taking classes at, like yeah. maybe to like, maybe start putting on my own show. So yeah. I think maybe 2024, like putting on a show, I think yeah. would be my new goal. Yeah. 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 I think you've got something, you've got something there with mixing like improv and like traditional media. Almost, oh my right? God. It was, am- it was amazing. The stuff you can capture is fantastic. It was, yeah. yeah like, like golden lines, you know, that would yeah. never be written. Yeah. And yeah. I, I really feel like when you watch these videos, like you can't even really tell it's improv. Yeah. Which I think is like so cool. It rides a fine line. You're like, is that, I there might be I, I, that might just be them i think it's just them like yeah. i don't think a lot of people would catch like would catch maybe that's just like yeah. we're improv people so like yeah we would see it maybe yeah. more but um i love it was so fun and like yeah. i feel like writing is something like as like a storyteller or like mm. a creator not a storyteller because i'm not a writer um <laughs> because what i'm trying to say here is that it gives me like a lot of anxiety to like yeah. sit, think about like sitting down and writing like i sure. feel like i'm always like oh i should write i should yeah, write i should write pressure. but then i never do yeah i just like do improv so i'm like mm. do i even want to write but then to sit in like the director's chair and like work with improvisers i was like this is the most fun thing yeah. I've ever done right like on set. Yeah. yeah. Like I absolutely loved it. I want to do another one, um, with like couples being interviewed. Uh, so that's my good. next. Yeah. So, and like, you know, like maybe I'll do a spinoff of like the people like on the dating, um, mm. like thing, like the dating service I've created, yeah. like maybe they'll like, you'll Dang see them 10 other. years in the future and mm. they're like a couple and they're being interviewed. There you, know? you go. There you go. So we'll see. We'll see what's uh, on the horizon. Yeah. yeah, I think you got some good stuff. I'm excited to see more. I liked what I saw today. I was like, oh, oh this is fun. This is like thank you. A broad range of characters. And yeah, and that everybody was, brought it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that yeah. was like my goal was just to have like a hodgepodge of people. Like yeah. that was like another thing about the project that I found really interesting was I didn't tell anybody like who mm. they should be or like yeah. character tropes or like you know and like the mixture of people I had just by chance. Like I was mm. like amazing like I couldn't have yeah. planned this better myself like I yeah. was I was just blown away by how well it worked out by using an art where you plan nothing mm. but they did plan a little so I guess don't quote me on that because yeah. but it was cool so I'm I'm happy with it so there will be more so if anyone uh, wants to hop in on something hey. let me know I'll be there looking for more improviser all right keep your ears open folks yeah Mo's Mo's ready Mo's ready yeah she's cooking <laughs> All right. With that said, Mom, ready to do some improv? Yes. All right. We've got a couple games we're going to be playing uh, before we conclude okay. this episode of Improv for the Podcast. So this first game, uh, I'm going to read three things. You're not going to have a lot of context. But- Are we sure we want to do that again? Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't worry, don't worry. I'm giving you the three things this time. Oh, okay, good, because yeah. I'm like, I really dropped the ball on that yeah. one earlier. Um, so I'll explain what these are after after okay so, so yeah. all right uh so i'm gonna read uh let's say three topics 
Okay. It's the first one. And you're going to pick one of these topics. So I'll read three. You're going to pick one for okay. us. I just realized that nobody on iCarly has a dad. Second one. We call it cooties. Now we call it STDs. Oof. Okay. Third one. Duchess hounds. I don't know that breed of dog. And I don't know iCarly that well. So I guess I'm going to pick STDs. Okay. We, we call it cooties. Now we call it STDs. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Mo, thanks. I pulled these from your Facebook likes. These were different things you had liked. Oh, God. From like middle school? <laughs> oh, I like, don't know. Not you recently. Know. Not yeah. recently. No, like liking things was cool. Yeah, like, like a while ago. Like yeah. page. I yeah, it was, it was something you did. It was like on your profile. Oh, yeah. God. Wait, how do I fix that? I need to. I, what's a duchess dog? A uh, duchess hound. I know it's I a mean, breed of dog. I don't, I don't even know. I'm a fake fan. I don't even know what that is. It's, I saw it on there and I was just like, I know the breed. I can't tell you what it looks like. Wait, and then what was the first one I liked? Um, nobody on iCarly has a dad, which oh, I think is true. I feel like that's just me like bandwagoning by liking that. Me like, oh yeah, iCarly is topical. Yeah. I used to um, work on a show that filmed next to the iCarly reboot. Oh, and yeah. I would see Miranda Cosgrove drive off the Paramount lot in her white G-Wagon Ooh. and like, Every time I would kind of do like a double take and be like, I Carly, like in a G wagon. It was kind of bizarre. You're like, this is weird. And I'm she's, like, she can drive. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like is she, she's driving. She's got, she's driving a G wagon yeah. like out of control. Yeah. Wild, wild stuff. All right. So you chose, we call the cooties. Now we call it STDs. Yeah. Wolf. Um, that's going to be our inspiration for a scene. Okay. We're just going to do a scene based off of that. We'll see where it goes. <laughs> Love those Facebook likes. They're so absurd. I need to fix that as soon as I go home. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> it's all good. I didn't even, I guess you can probably go through your likes and like unlike stuff. I plan on it. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. I got some weird ones now too. Cause it's like those pages change over time. I think people update them and like, they Oh, might, they can change the name. I think so. I don't know. It's like a lost part of Facebook that's still there, but nobody really, you know, I just like, Knowing that I liked this when I was probably like 13, yeah, it's like, yeah. who was I to be like, cooties yeah. to STD? Like, that's, what did yeah. I know? You're like, what do I know about that? Yeah, like my sex education in middle school was um, a video that said, basically, if you have sex, you'll get AIDS. And that was like, they ah. just played that on a tape and then like the lady ah. died and then they were like, that's it. So Jeez. that's where I was coming from liking that page <laughs> just for to give you reference. Yeah, that's the context. That was my that with. was my sex ed that I was Jeez. working with. All right. All right. Simple stuff. Oof. Okay. Mm -hmm. Dark. All right. So uh we're gonna do a scene. Uh we used to call it cooties, now we call it STDs. We'll okay. see where that takes us. have changed things have changed oh boy yeah where'd the time go merle i don't know it's just yesterday we were we were kids we were kids <laughs> we were kids playing you know playing outside you know coming home when the street lights turned on yeah you were excited to get your first kiss with meredith after <sighs> volleyball in sixth grade so innocent so sweet she was a good girl she was a good Good girl, you know, 
wholesome, kind, gentle. Yeah, she's two times divorced now. Two times divorced. Look at us. We've life has really messed us up. Really? You know? mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean thrashed us about. <sighs> Just withered us down. I, I thought I'd, I thought I'd end up with Meredith. You know, I thought I thought, I I thought would, you would too. I, I mean, you guys we were soulmates. You had chemistry. You know? Yeah, you that had chemistry early on. That, you know, that kiss from a young age—it was young love. Yeah, you, know? you knew, you knew you, in the moment when you know, you know. We were in seventh grade. We thought this is love. This I is think a, we yeah. shared a, a small cheeky kiss just for a moment, and then I thought you know we'd be together forever. I didn't even have a moment like that. Man. I know. I had nobody in middle school. I know, Bethany. It's not your fault. I had nobody. I had. It's not your fault. A lot of a lot of young boys are jerks. I just. I, I got. Suck. I got a lot of mean messages on my form spring. Oh. People are trying to ask you all those questions. Yeah. 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 Asking me where yeah. uh, my chest was and stuff. Ugh. It was rough. It was rough. Some people are so cruel. Yeah, I just would spend. Hours on Tumblr, just trying to forget about it. Oh, yes, just looking at gifts and mm-hmm. uh, deep celebrity deep dives into Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. and her activities off the stage. Yeah, yeah, a lot of Shia LaBeouf, uh, oh, real yeah. life serial killer Shia LaBeouf. Oh yeah, actual cannibal Shia yes. LaBeouf. Yeah, Shia, Shia, yes. Shia, Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Oh man, we've, uh, you know, the good news is. We made a pact. Do you remember the pact of we made? Of course, yeah. yeah we still have the scar. Good. Yeah. We, we both said, if we get to the age of 50 years old and we're both still single, we'll end up together, right? You're, we're each other's plan B. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. No, no matter what life does. You know, yeah. we're about uh, 13 years away from that. We are. But would you ever consider maybe... Hanging out with me in a context of more than just lifelong friends. I absolutely would. Really? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I, I'd be open to moving up that timeline. Okay, well, I just gotta ask you one thing. Though, yeah. Before we move forward. Yeah. Do you have any cooties? Um. Because that's pretty important to me. Um. If hypothetically. Hypothetically, hypothetically, I, I were to say were to say yes. What? How might you react? Hypothetically, if I said yes, hypothetically, how might you hypothetically react? Hypothetically, yeah, hypothetically, of course. Because I just um, not that I'm going to say yes. I just just curious, curious, you know. Hypothetically, Marv, I'd say I've loved you since the day I was eleven. So, Bethany, anything you bring to the table. I want. Well, that's that's a relief because um, I'm actually rampant with c- cooties. You have cooties, but not. I didn't get them in in the ways you would think. I've kind of acquired these cooties in untraditional ways, and like what? There was just um, you know, I used a public toilet. Oh yeah, and contracted didn't, something. Didn't put down the toilet paper. On no, the seat. I just yeah. thought that paper was a, a ruse, you know, no. for show. No, but that's they really mean that. I mean, yeah. now I use yeah. it. 
but I didn't. And you know, I got a a bad case of cooties from that. I got I got cooties from a like a Ralph's uh, grocery cart. I didn't do the wipe. I didn't do the wipe. You didn't do the disinfectant wipe. I thought that was for for dweebs. No, I mean I was like I don't want to get chemicals on my hand before I pick up my produce. Yeah, aren't the chemicals worse than the potential germs? At least germs are natural, right? And here we are. Here we are, just cootied up. Cootied up. You know, I've been to the doctor. They said, you're stuck with these coots for life, buddy. We're in cahoots with coots. We're, we're in cahoots with coots. <laughs> Bethany, I couldn't have said it better myself. I love you, Ma. Bethany. I think I'm learning to love you, too. Learning. Blackout. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm glad we both got those in non-traditional ways. Yes. That's far more interesting. Yeah, I don't want to shame STDs. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm here for the, the strange, like, uncommon. Yeah. How's that possible? And, you know, how'd you get your common cold last year? Maybe because you didn't Lord wipe knows. down the Ralphs? Yeah, car, you know? 100%. Like, that could be the case. Who knows where anything comes yeah. from? I, I use an ATM, you know? Maybe that was oh, the... Yeah. yeah. Like, what I, uh, are you supposed to do? Just never touch anything in public anything, ever yeah, again? I touched a handrail on some stairs one time. Oh, my God. A button in an elevator, you know. Yeah. Like so many potential uh, cootie, cootie points of contact. Yeah. When's the last time you think you that? used the word cootie um, on purpose? Um, probably when I was a teacher talking to kids who oh. are, you know, cootie is in the vernacular. It's still, you know, it's still relevant. It's still there. Um, so, yeah, probably then. Yeah. But not... Adult to adult? No. No, just trying to, you know, relate relate to the youth. Mm. Yeah. As you should. So more recent than some folks just because of work. But yeah. yeah, not I mean not it's been a it's been a few years though. You know, I've been out of the cootie game. <laughs> what about you last time? You know, I feel like maybe more recently than I would want to say, like just off of like Yeah. But just because of like I feel like, you know, like where you like maybe like lean in for a hug from someone oh, and like yeah, if you yeah. don't know if you're gonna hug yeah. and you're like, Oh, I'm not gonna give you cootie, you know, like oh, as like yeah, a defense yeah, yeah. mechanism yeah. maybe to yeah, be that like that place, that place. I don't I won't give you cooties or yeah. like or you know, like maybe like some dude at a bar saying mm. it to me and then me saying it back in some yeah, okay. way. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. then. It's like a playful thing, yeah. 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 Or just yeah. like, you know, bitten at a bar. Have you ever just done that? Like bar, do you ever yeah. do like improv like when I guess you're not single, but have you ever uh. been single and Done. done. <laughs> yes. Have you ever been single, Michael? Yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, most of my life still, like statistically, yeah. Yeah. So, and just know. like I don't know, I feel like improv is a great tool when oh, like yeah. someone's talking to you and you just don't want to commit to it seriously, but yeah. you want to still be polite. Yeah, you can still, you know, there are ways to play a little bit. Yeah, and just yeah. answer their question about something verbal, that's just like a total lie, but you sell it, and it's yeah. like it's like rehearsing in a yeah. way. There's not really consequences. It's just fun. You'll never see them again. Probably not. Mm-hmm. It's L.A. There's uh, like. I, millions just in the city of LA, four million people. So yeah, yeah. probably all right. Yeah, yeah, four million. It's a, it's a good number. Bitten out a bar, yeah. I like that. Oh, I've yeah, yeah, with the bartender. Why not? Maybe I not. The, I haven't done it with the bartender. That's an exchange. You're trying to get something. Maybe not. Yeah, yeah. you need something. Yeah, no, yeah. it's just more when someone's like, "What do you do for a living?" And I'll be yeah. like, "I do paparazzi." I'm like, a I'll doctor. Just, yeah. yeah, like I'll just say the most yeah. random thing I can think of. I once yeah. convinced a man I had like a fear of hot dogs and like. <laughs> <laughs> like couldn't be like anywhere near hot dogs because like my fear of microplastics <laughs> and he like bought it and like i don't yeah. know if that's like he actually bought it or he just like wanted yeah. you know he's like oh okay yeah like, say yeah, whatever yeah. babe yeah that's crazy 
Yeah. But like I, I was at that point, oh, I was, fun. I was pushing how far I could yeah. go. Cause that, that same man, I had already yeah. told him, um, I had like a CDL and I drove trucks in Florida and he's oh. like, Oh, I'm from Florida. And oh, I, no. and I said I was from, oh, um, that's the worst. Yeah. I said I was from Juneau, Florida instead of Jupiter. <laughs> oh, cause it's Juneau, Alaska. Yeah. Oh, and he's no. like, he's like, Oh, like I'm from Florida. I've never heard of Juneau, Florida. I'm like, Oh, it's in the panhandle. It's like a city of like 300. You wouldn't know. It's not on a map. Like oh, you wouldn't know. No. And he was like, okay. And like, just yeah. like we kept going. Oh, yeah. Like, so that man thinks I drive nice. trucks and I'm afraid of hot dogs. <sighs> Love it. He's yeah. out there right now. Or, He's like, can't believe I let her go. <laughs> the, hot, the hot dog hating microplastic avoiding panhandle princess. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like I lost her. I'm sure he's fine. He was like a military man in Colorado oh, Springs. Okay. I'm sure he hit on 30 more women that night. Oh, okay. So, Darn. well, you know, maybe you're the one that got away. Well, not you, but the, the Floridian. Yeah, whatever uh, her name was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah microplastic. Yeah. yeah. Something else in there about like, I was on. Oh, he asked like why I was there with my friends. And I mm. said we were on a cross country um, master's degree <laughs> tour where we were interviewing with different schools to get into the. Wait, okay, this actually, there's more to this yeah. story. <laughs> I said that we yeah. were, we were being um, interviewed, like, yeah, like touring yeah. different schools and then we were like, driving by van to like go to our different schools and we yeah. were sampling as many apple pies as we could on the road and i said we had he's like oh how many and i said like 57 different pies oh we've had at this point gosh. and um then this like man walked into the bar and i was like oh my god like that's the man that like interviewed me today like he can't know i'm here like i like totally like portrayed myself as someone that like doesn't drink so like if he sees me here like it's gonna like totally harsh my rep and then i started like panicking and then the guy for whatever reason yeah, he was panicked too. no like the one i said was my professor like yeah. kept staring at us like <gasps> as i was freaking out like i don't oh, know man. how like he was yeah. not in on like the bit yes and the yeah. guy was like oh god like are you okay and then i just started like crying like i just like went for <gasps> oh, it and he was like it's fine like you'll yeah, probably yeah. still get in like yeah. i love i love to commit to that to a stranger <laughs> at a bar i think it's so funny which is maybe like I'm a troll for that, like for yeah, sure. But, but like it's if it's okay, yeah, I don't. You're not hurting anyone. I'm not being mean. I'm no. just like saying things that aren't true because yeah. I will never see each other yeah. again. You gave someone a memorable experience. I There's hope so. Value in that, yeah, you know? maybe somewhere he's on a podcast yeah. talking about yeah. this pie eating trucker yeah. that hates yeah. plastics and hot dogs. Yeah, it's like, dude, this one time when I was deployed in Colorado Springs, <laughs> yeah. he probably doesn't sound like that. I don't know. I can't even remember. Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. All right. Uh, let's move on to our next game. Okay. This one's called uh, Parental Practice. So I want you to think about, um, like, as a kid growing up, were there, like, maybe besides the obvious one, was there, like, a tough conversation, like, uh, like a, a parent or a family member had to have with you growing up? Maybe it was about something you did or, like. Ooh. Uh, I used to get, like, bad grades a lot. Like, I would mm. get in trouble. My parents would have to sit me down and be like. Like like that sort of thing, yeah. maybe. Yeah, yeah I'd say that. I'd get. I got in trouble for having bad grades a lot. Okay, fantastic. Yeah. All right. Well, tell you what, Mo, you're about to get an opportunity to practice that conversation right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to be a parent. I'm your child. Okay. And I got some bad grades. We're going to see what happens. We're going to talk about it. Okay. All right. Any questions before we begin? Um, what subjects are you doing poorly in? Um, I am doing poorly and I failed PE. Timmy, what happened? You didn't run the mile? No, well, 
I walked. I was tired. You walked the mile, yeah. Timmy? Mom, it's like, I don't want to run. I I'm know not, you like, I know you can run it in a nine. Really like you, you're, a, you're a niner. You can do it in nine minutes. Why would you walk, babe? Mom, I just like, I don't like the coach. He's mean. He yells stuff at us, you know, while we're running. And what like, does he say? He says, like, try harder. And like, you're not sweating enough. It just makes me uncomfortable. Well, this family, no one runs under a 10 minute mile. So Timmy, you're going to have to, you're going to have to stand up and do some aerobics. Yeah. Well, actually we're going to talk about this more. I don't know what that is. I was thinking maybe jumping jacks, but I I, I want to get to the root of, why why you don't see yourself as a runner when everyone else in this family is a runner? I'm not a runner. Why, Timmy? Why don't you run? Mom, I'm not a I'm more of like a more of like an indoor kid, mom. You know, there's like you know, like at school there's different types of kids. There's like indoor kids and outdoor kids. And I Mom, I'm like I'm like an indoor kid. But look at those calves, Tim. Look at those calves. Yeah, they're great for standing up from the chair and sitting back down, mom. They're great for jumping up the steps as I head back to my room. You know, I'm an indoor kid, mom. I like, you know, I want to go on my iPad. You know, I yeah. want to go. I want to go on Roblox on there. Yeah. You know, you want to play some games. Timmy, I, I don't want to go outside. It's hot. You can't fail gym, honey. You got you to. It's, it's, it doesn't matter. I'm doing good in my other classes. You can't fail gym. You can't. You can't. That's something that's, it's most people pass, babe. You gotta. I, I mean, I do the basic things. Like I, I do change in the locker room and, uh, okay. I, I have deodorant with me, you know, so I smell all right. But like, you know, when, when we have to go outside and run, it's what, a, like, what a, honey, could you just do like a light jog? A light jog. Could you just do like a light jog? Like maybe like a, a 12 minute. Well, I'm, I'm willing to let go of the all, the 10 minute mile. I'm a little scared. Like if my heart rate gets too high, maybe it'll like explode. You know, like that's, that's the dangers of the, the, the outdoors. Like if I, I stay inside, I'm safe. Yeah. And my heart rate stays down. Like it gets a little excited when I'm playing a game, but you know, it's like if I'm playing like a uh, Roblox, you know, it's like, oh my, like I'm having fun. You know, my heart rate goes up. I'm building a theme park. You're using your creativity. Yeah. My creativity. As an I'm an artist, mom. I'm an yeah. indoor kid. Yeah. Please don't, don't make me run under 10 minute miles. I can, I can walk it in. In 17 minutes. But it's not enough for the teacher. That's... Timmy. Look, Mom, you, you, you once told me that it's not about how you finish. It's just that you finish. I did say that. And I do finish the mile. You know, I don't do it quickly. You know, I'm not the speediest kid in the class. But I finish the mile, Mom. You're the cutest one out there, Tim. Mom, don't say... What? I am, but don't say that in front of my friends, okay? Oh, sorry. But they're not here. I'm just telling oh. you. <laughs> Mom, did you think my friends were here? What? It's established. <laughs> it's established. I only like to play, talk to them online. 
just, I mean, I just, I just want you to be healthy. I just want you to be healthy. Oh, here. The rag. It's okay. I have allergies. That's why. Another reason I'm like going outside. You got to do, Tim, you got to do a nine. You got to do, oh, do a nine. Okay. If you, if you run a nine, I'll increase your iPad time <gasps> to two hours a night. Two hours? Right now, I only get 45 minutes. Yeah. Two, okay. Mom, I think, I think we have an agreement. This hand is dirty, so I'm going to... I don't mind cooties. You're my son. Okay, that's true. I am you. Thanks, Mom. Love you. Love you, too. Blackout! (laughs) Well handled. Well handled. I think you were in control of that situation. I didn't feel like it, so that's good to hear (laughs) from an outside perspective. You know, there was a point where I had the thought, I was like, I want more iPad time. And like that organically, you gave it to me. So maybe... Yeah, well, I was, I was, I was listening to your want. You were mm, saying... That's true. You know, he talked to... So, yeah. Wow. Well, you know, well. Another Craig Euler. Uh, yeah, another Craig you Euler. To my want. Uh, yeah, he's like, always have a want. You, yeah. you have one and your scene partner has one. And write that down. Write that down. Do the dance, you know? Do the dance. Yeah, a give, one, a, give them a little bit and then you try to get yours. I mm. didn't... So I wanted you to run. You wanted iPad. We meet in the yeah, middle. middle. I'm going to hit that number. I think you will. Yuma for the iPad. Yeah, thinking about Roblox as you run. Roblox, always. Mm -hmm. Always thinking about Roblox. It's not true. (laughs) I've played it once. It's not, I don't get it. But I did it for the kids, you know, for the kids. For the kids, yeah. Yeah. I don't, not for me. Not for me. Not for me? Yeah. I don't even know what that is. Yeah. Is it like uh, Minecraft? I don't even... Okay, from what I understand, from my brief exposure, okay, so it's free. So great start, free, great price. But the idea is like Roblox is almost like a platform that you can make games within. Oh, cool. Like you you as the user design your own games? Yeah, you can. Or you just play other people's games that they make. And like within that, the potential seems pretty limitless. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so like people create like Roblox versions of other games essentially and then people play within there. Oh, yeah. interesting. That's yeah, really so cool. it's, I think for kids, it's like super accessible because it's free. You can just play, you know, you don't have to pay any money. You can download it and then it's it's good. Like a lot of middle school kids, big into it, big into it. Amazing. Yeah. It's a, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the things you learn in a school, I can't, oh, I mean, yeah. I just feel so out of touch. Like I heard yeah. someone say the new thing after Gen Z, it's like called like Gen Alpha. Yeah, they just went back to the beginning. And I'm like, yeah. those are already around. Like yeah. to me, to They're me, really I'm young. still living in the year 2015, like mm. on loop. It's a good time to be stuck in. Yeah, like you know, when you think about like oh, like the 80s. Like to me, yeah. that's still like 20 years ago. Yeah, from yeah, like yeah. where we were in now, it's like yeah. 40. And I'm yeah. like, oh, where did that? It's like yeah. I don't know. Time just keeps fast. spinning, but I feel yeah. the same age. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that's that's adulthood essentially. Yeah. yeah. Yikes. Yikes. 2024, here we come. All right. Well, Mo, we got one more game. Okay. We'll play this one. Uh, We're going to be, I'm going to give us a location. And uh, essentially, the way this game works, we're given a location. We're going to kick it off. And at some point, uh, some type of weather, we don't know what it is, we'll define it, is going to happen. And it's going to affect the scene somehow. It's going to affect the scene. Okay. Some sort of weather. We don't know what. I think it'll just come up. This game is called the, I think it's Wacky Weather. Okay. All right. Uh, So we're at a construction site. 
Be that as it may. Here we go. Lights up. What the wife packed today? Oh, mm. telling you, ham and cheese, baby. Ooh, the best sandwich. Predictable. Predictable. Hey, don't you, don't you insult Debbie's cooking? All right. It's not. It's not my intention. What you get? What you get? Huh? Predictable. This is a caprese from Bay Cities. A caprese sandwich. Mm-hmm. So, like a fancy ham and cheese. No, it's like a mozzarella and a basil and balsamic vinegar. No meat. No meat. Mozzarella's cheese, right? Oh, you said cheese? Yeah, I said ham and cheese. I'm I'm sorry, Al. I I don't feel like myself. Mm. Uh, Sorry. Everything uh, everything all right at home? No. No. Mm. uh, Mm. That's why you're in the sandwich. No meat, no protein. Because things aren't all right at home. I, I I had to go get my own. I had to get my own lunch today. No. No. Pauline didn't want to do it. No, Pauline didn't want to make your caprese sandwich. <laughs> Pauline didn't want to make my caprese, man. What's I going go, on? I had to go pay for it off, off Lincoln Boulevard. Off Lincoln? Yo, the sandwich prices over there are crazy. It was $17. $17, $17 for it? And you got no meat in no there? No meat. No meat. For a lodge, though. For lodge, all right. I do see that is uh, upwards. That's got to be at least an eight-inch roll there you're working with. That's an impressive girth, you know. But I'm sorry to hear things aren't good with Pauline. Yeah, thank you. That's tough. It's nice to know you're here for me. That's tough. Uh, I'm gonna listen anytime. Look, you know, sometimes me and Debbie, you know, we have our we have our fights, but we always come back around because we love each other, you know. You're and so, uh, you're so grounded, man. Well, yeah, you know. It's, um, it's what I do. Are you like an earth sign or something? A what? An, an earth sign? Earth sign? Um, like a, you know, oh, Taurus, yeah, yeah. Taurus, Virgo, Capricorn. Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a Taurus, like the bull, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the bull. That's yeah, me. That makes you grounded. Yeah, Taurus, like the Pokemon, right? Yeah, yeah, just like the Pokemon. Yeah, like Ash the Ketchum. Pokemon. Ash, Ash Ketchup. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I like that Pokemon kid. Pokemon number like 36 or something? 36, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My brother can name true. them all in order. All no two, way! No, I swear. We had no. a po- we had a poster growing up. He oh. memorized. Sick! You know the pokey rap? No. The pokey rap from the from the show? No. You got you got it on. Oh no! I don't know the pokey rap. I just I, I don't got no good memory for when I was a kid and stuff. You know? No. Who does? Who does? I just remember I love I love Debbie and I love ham and cheese sandwiches. You know, I'm a simple man, and I like working construction. You know, I like having my belt and my tools. <laughs> All you need, you know, man. What do, what do you love? Man, I love a nice walk at about 8 p.m. Beautiful. You know, when, Gorgeous. When a lot of other people are thinking about going to bed, I'm thinking about what do I want for the rest of my life? You know? And, mm. uh, I Amen. Like, I, like, um, I like a fresh new, uh, fresh new pair of Hanes. I love getting a new pack from Target. Oh, just open it and it's just... Fresh clean. briefs. Fresh briefs. Hard to beat. Bundling the boys in some fresh briefs. <laughs> How to beat that feeling? I mean, yeah. 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 Well said. Well said. Oh. What the? Oh, oh. I didn't see this on the Weather Channel this morning. Oh, I didn't either. 
What the? Is it just pouring rain on us? This is going to set us back weeks. What's the point of working anymore? No. No. No? Now, Phil, here's, here's what I think you should do, Phil. What? Phil, you, you need to go home and think and fix things with Pauline. Well, I'm, uh, I'm going to call off the rest of the day. We're going to go home. I, I want all the boys to go home today. Go home to your family. You families. do that for me? I do, I do that for you. You'll get the full day's pay, but just go home. I want you to fix things with Pauline and just, I just no, 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 let the rain inspire you. Inspire you. You're the best boss I ever had. Yeah. You're the best boss I ever had. No, Phil, you're the best worker I ever had, and I see a lot of me in you. you see a lot you of me. You don't mean in that. You. No, I mean that. You mean that? I mean that. You're like me, but fancier, more educated, you know? You know words like, like mozzarella, mozzarella. basil. You know, these are words I don't throw around. I say cheese, I say ham, I say Debbie. Simple man. That's it. Simple man. I like what I like. Construction. Whoa. I won't keep you in the rain here too long. So. No, it's fine. I like the water. Okay. I like the water. You look great. Thank you. Yeah, I know my curls, you know, they get all uh, stretched out in the rain. You know, uh, Debbie likes it when I got wet hair. You know, I shake the mane. It'll bounce back. It'll bounce back. Yeah. It'll bounce back. Just like you and Pauline will. Just like you and Pauline. I know you're a good husband. I know you love her. Tell her that. Tell her, baby, I was out in the rain and then it fell on me. <laughs> Say that. Okay. Say something like that. She'll love that. She'll love that. And I bet you'll be back here tomorrow. You'll have your uh, mozzarella. Mm -hmm. You'll have your basil. Your she packed herself. Tomato. Mm -hmm. On that nice hoagie. Ciabatta. Ciabatta. Yeah. <sighs> Nothing better. Nothing better. Thank you, man. No problem, Phil. Phil, before you leave, sorry, one more thing. Uh-huh. One more thing. I I want you to have something. We're just having a moment here. Here, please, take this necklace. It's very special to me. See, you see, it's a little golden hammer right oh, here. So because I love construction. It's so adorable. Like I said, there's three things I love in life. Ham and cheese, Debbie, and construction. Simple man. It looks great on my chest. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I want you... It looks amazing. You look so handsome. Look, I'm a married man, but you look pretty handsome, Phil. You look pretty handsome. I'm just saying. Pauline's a lucky lady. Anytime. I head home. Oh, you stop that. You, you stop, stop that. You're, you stop. We're going to get in trouble here, Phil. <laughs> You're the boss. We're going to catch a cold out here winking at each other. We're going to get a okay. pneumonia. All right. See you around, sport. See you around. See you around. See you around. Blackout. I think because we talked about Jersey people earlier in the podcast, yeah. every single scene we did, I started out with a different voice and then ended with a Jersey, Jersey. like just something like East Coast. I don't know. Did you see that happen? I think I felt that definitely in the last scene. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think Maybe that I just didn't realize. I think it, I did yeah. that as your mom too. Like at first, I was oh, like, "Oh, yeah. Timmy," and by the end, I was like, "Get your iPad." Like. <laughs> Hey, it's fun to go there. It's fun to oh, go there. Man. Fun place to be. All right. This was so much fun. Yeah, Mo, thank you for playing. Um, before we conclude, any final thoughts you want to leave us with? You know, on improv, on life, on mozzarella, on water. What did we say earlier? That all views are good views or something? I feel like that's a nice... Yeah, all little, views are good views. All views are good views. Yeah, even if they're bad, you'll learn something. Yeah. Mm. And you're alive to see it. And you're alive to see it. Mm -hmm. yeah. Amen. All right. Well, thank you so much to Mo thank Cordray you. for coming on Improv for the Podcast. Legend. Yes. 
legend. Uh, hope to have you back sometime. With that said, Improv for the Podcast, uh, you can find us on any platform, YouTube, Spotify, Amazon, anywhere you find podcasts, we'll be there. Uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. But until then, see you next time. Improv for the Podcast was created by Matt Moore and Michael Lee Evans. Edited and produced by Michael Lee Evans. And finally, presented by Improv for the People. Interested in more IFTP? You can visit us at improvforthepeople.com or on our socials, such as Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and YouTube. Remember, new episodes are released weekly. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Thank you.